at uh, Arturo's, which is a, a dealership, I mean, a, a car dealing, uh, detailing place right by where I live. And um, so I went by there and I saw, the, I saw the Bentley. I said, that's the same Bentley I saw a couple of months ago, right? So I said, Arturo, when you see this guy, let him know I want to talk to him, I want to yeah. interview him, right? So some more time went by. Arturo didn't, obviously Arturo didn't tell yeah, me, right? Told. He never told me, right? So then uh, one day recently, I went back to get the car detail and his car was there. And I took the photo of the car and I put it on my IG page. And everybody's yeah. like, oh man, that's a nice ride. Is that another? I said, yeah, I said, interview with the owner coming up soon. See, ladies and gentlemen, when you're on a journey of law of attraction, when you, your words are powerful. When you say things, it happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just have to believe it and put faith into it and put energy into it. And so here we are now today, talking to this, this brother here about what, what, he, what he's gonna do. So Jack, tell the audience, what got you started in real estate? Um, a good friend of mine actually was, uh, he was already in real estate back in 08 when mm -hmm. the market crashed right around there. Mm -hmm. And he had a few houses and it crashed. He lost a bunch of money mm -hmm. and he was out of the real estate game for a while. Okay. And then I met him through cars and uh, being in the clubs. I met him in the club. Mm -hmm. Well, he said, man, I'm going to get back into, into real estate. So I'm like, all right, I had a car a lot and I was buying yeah. flipping cars at that time. Okay. So I said, uh... I said, you can do that, you know what I mean? I said, it's all right, you know, and he's telling me a little bit about it. And I, he, he was like, hey, there's some houses out here in Brooksville for around 30000 and I'm getting 800 a month rent. Well, to me, I was like, 30000 to get 800 a month? Right. I didn't think it was that great at right. that time right, right. because I was used to buying a car for 3000 and selling it for forty five. So I'm making... $1,500 off of a $3,000 flip. Right. And I'm like, I can do that once a month easy. Mm -hmm. Why mess with a house where I got up with $30,000? Right. I'll just keep buying a car. Buying a car. Right. Well, I didn't see the big picture of passive income or, you know, residual right. passive right. income right. at that point in my life. Um, you know, I was a hustler, but I just never mm -hmm. really knew about passive income. Right. So he, he kind of is the one, his name's Christian. Uh, he's the one you see on my page, Rent Money Team on okay. Instagram. Okay. That's who really, you know, gave me a, a push to do it. So I bought a duplex he had came across. It was burnt down. Mm. Um, one half was burned. I went in there, cleaned it up. I didn't rehab it, didn't do none of that. And I um, put it for sale. Ended up selling it for um, $20,000. I $5,000. I sold it for $20,000. $15,000. Yeah, so I had $15,000. It took me like a month. So I'm like, man, that was a good flip. Yeah. So I got back into messing with the cars and I had, you know, I was still young. I didn't have my daughter. I was running around in the streets. Mm -hmm. So I really wasn't uh, focused completely. Mm -hmm. So then he uh, he kept going. He ended up getting some duplexes and renting them out. You know, I just did the one flip. Mm -hmm. And for about a year, two years, he was uh, really pushing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He had a few units. Mm -hmm. So he... I found a unit out there in Brooksville for thirty thousand. Mm -hmm. That's when he's like thirty thousand. Like man, you know, I flipped the one house. It made sense. Pay right. five thousand, sell it for twenty. That makes sense. Right, right. But it's just every month eight hundred dollars didn't sound good until mm -hmm. I did it. Mm -hmm. And then what it turned into, I bought the first one. The old man moved in it. He owned two houses on three acres. Wow. And he wanted to sell those two houses, but before he sold them, he wanted to rent a house live in the house mm -hmm. while these two were for sale. Okay. So that way, if it sold, he didn't have to find a place while right. selling it. Like, right. he, you know, he had a couple dollars, so he was able to, to 
to do this. Right. Well, I started talking with him. Next thing you know, he said, he'll finance me. Okay. So he owned or financed me on the two houses. Wow. So I went from uh, having nothing, I, I, you know, a little bit more to it. Um, when, I, 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 when my daughter was born, I was broke. I sold a bunch, I bought some semi-trucks from these people. I sold, flipped the semi-trucks. Mm-hmm. I made a $20,000 profit. Mm-hmm. That's when he's like, man, buy a house in Brooksville, buy a house in Brooksville. Okay. So it was like the first chunk of money I made from zero to making a chunk of money. And it was like, man, are you sure? So he pushed me to buy that house. And then the old man moved in it. Wow. So I was broke when the old man moved in it. Okay. But I had the house, you know, okay. I was all in. Right. Um, I was all in. I got the house. I had about 30000 32000 right around there into mm-hmm. it after fixing it up. He moves in, gives me first month, last month, wow. you know, a couple grand. Um, and I just uh, got to know him and he financed me the two houses. I ended up with three houses. And then uh, it ran away from there. Then I had four. And then I, I met a guy who had uh, some money uh-huh. and you know, was talking to him about what I did and how I created the first four houses. Yep. And he believed in me and he said, well, how can I get involved? I said, okay. I need to borrow some money to flip. Okay. And he said, no problem, let's do it. So he um, he loaned me the money to, to, to flip. Yeah. And then once I got that money, I flipped it. I bought my first real flip house. You know, the duplex wasn't, right. that was just a 5,000, sold it for right. 20. Right. This house here was a, a you know, $150,000. It was a bigger, bigger nut to crack out the gate. Mm-hmm. So he put up the money. We made 36600 We both made 18300 I did it in 32 days. Did it over a brick. Huh? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Did it over, yep. over two, so, 18, 30, 36, 36, in 40 hours. No, oh. 32 days. 32 days. It took okay. me to, to I, I got the key to the house, Yeah. rehab the house, uh-huh. put it for sale. I, I sold it myself. I didn't use a real estate agent. Sold it, had it under contract. You know, we weren't closed, yeah, but yeah. I had it under contract. Yeah. In 32 days, the deal was done. Wow. And it was a full full renovation. So, so that was my first one. And then I had another. A full rental down to the studs. Not down to the studs. Okay. No, no. You know, uh, paint, flooring, okay. kitchen, okay. Um, exterior paint. We okay. remodeled the pool. You know, it, was a, it wasn't down to the studs. Okay. Um, but, you know, for the most part, Everything got touched for the most part, okay. but you know it had it had real good bones. Okay. Um. So once I did that, somebody else I know owns a bunch of businesses, and yeah. if you're around businessmen, you're gonna talk business oh, and they're gonna share ideas. Yes, so I just kind of was sharing an idea and what I was doing, and he was intrigued by it. He said, "Well, I'll put up some money because the yeah. only thing I was lacking was the was the money the capital." Yeah. So so I proved myself. Already with the houses I bought, right. I proved myself with this house I just flipped. Uh-huh. So it became now where I don't have to ask people for money. People want to give me money. Yeah. It's yeah. So he uh, he ended up um, putting up some money, and I just I just kept building it from there. And now I'm at uh, a little over forty units. Wow. Yep. Forty units, ladies and gentlemen, from his own money. No money down, right? And I'm not here to pitch real estate today. I'm just here to pitch success, right? You know, the, the, I always, I have a play on words. I use the play on words. I call this one, local success stories. Crazy success stories, right? Yeah. Local meaning local, yeah, crazy, yeah. So, and that's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Profits are better than wages any day of the week. You know, I put out a, uh, I put out a, 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 a video on my Facebook like two or three days ago talking about the difference between being an employee and being a business owner. You no know, profits are always going to be better than wages. See, people used to that steady paycheck coming in, 
right? But they're not used to the fluctuations of being an entrepreneur where you're gonna have one yeah. month, you want six hundred dollars coming yeah. in one month, you're gonna have a thousand dollars coming in, fifteen hundred. Yeah. People want it's a mindset. Definitely. So you you you, you passed that and you jumped that hurdle and that's where you are now. So you got how many units all together? Uh, there's about 45. 45 units. 45, 45 units, right? And tell me, did you did you go to school for real estate or anything like that? Did you go to college or anything like that for no, real estate? No, I have an eighth grade education. Eighth grade education, right? You see that lady? I went. Gentleman? I went into ninth grade. I went into ninth grade and I dropped out. When I went, as soon as I got into ninth grade, I got kicked out. So you know what? I mean, yeah, we put premium education. You know, education is key, but. You don't need an education, ladies and gentlemen, to be successful. I got a little proof right here. If we go outside and show you what this man drives, or we go to his his garage, which I've happened to see his garage, you will be like, wait a minute, this guy has a what? And so it doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen. So get that out of your mind that you need to have an education. You need to be. You really don't look at the top. Look at the top three: Bill Gates. Look at uh, Steve Jobs. Look at uh, those guys: uh, Zuckerberg. They they're not college graduates, right? Nope. Exactly. Not that I know of. Not that, exactly. You, you, know, they, you need a college degree to get a job, but you don't need one to own a business. <laughs> you know, so craziness, right? Craziness, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack, and that's like this. I don't care who's on my, my, my live. I don't care. I'm talking like you know, it's yeah. a thousand people. I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack has proven that the system does work. It you do not have to be a certain. Basically, what I'm saying is the rules of attaining wealth and being success have changed, ladies and gentlemen. You know, break the old mold, try something new in 2022. All right, so you saw, you you, you mentioned cars. Now, I know what you talk about when you mean cars, but could you explain to the audience what you mean by cars? You say you run a club and all of a sudden you're flipping cars. I know you're flipping cars, but you're into a special type of car. And what type uh, of car? Donks. I got, I got donks. Donks. Yeah. Donks and uh, what's that? I got forms. I got all. I got. Uh, you got forms. Yeah, I know I you got, got forms. I got a Bentley. I got yeah. an M4. I got. Yes, yeah, sir. A, I just sold a '73 Caprice. Uh, I got a '75 Caprice. Now, what's the difference between a dunk and a slab? Um, a slab. People call old school big body cars slabs, mm -hmm. but a dunk. Is a 1971 to 1976 Caprice or Impala. Yeah. That's it. There's no other thing. Some people call the cars a dunk because they got big wheels. Right, right, right. That ain't, that ain't and like what? 450 engines? They have incredible engines in them, right? Yeah, all yeah. different. Yeah, engines. all different engines. Yeah. Big power. That was that was American muscle back then, back yeah. in that time frame. All right. So that's perfect. All right. So you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, another thing that Jack uh, that uh, Jack does that I like, and I'm a girl dad, and he's a he's a girl dad as well, is. He put out a post on his IG that had me laughing so hard, man. I tell you, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. He was like, the reason you want to tell, tell him, tell him what you put about the uh, your daughter and going on trips and stuff like that. Oh, I said, uh, yeah. I'm gonna bring my daughter on, you know, pretty much as many vacations as possible. So that trip to Miami with your dusty ass son don't impress her. That was yeah. that was classic, man. I tell you That's what, your job is to, to make sure what what your son doesn't impress my daughter. Exactly, what he has materialistic exactly. things can't impress. Exactly, her. that's why we spoil them. That's why we, you know, we we do everything we can for our daughters and the, yep. the women that we love in our lives. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's what it's all about. So let's uh, talk about um, when did you get started in all this in the real estate? Um, the real estate started really when my daughter was born. Mm -hmm. When she was born. Um, I had some stuff happen right before she was born, mm -hmm. and I, I pretty much, I was coming up, but I lost everything. Yeah. I went to zero, mm -hmm. and um, I had to make a transition in my life. My daughter was born. Right. I was still young and, and mm -hmm. wild and running around in the streets, so mm -hmm. I said, it's time to change something. So then, when I seen the opportunity with the real estate, 
I was really still wanting to buy and flip cars. So I, I always did real good with right, that right, right, cars. But uh, I always knew, like, when I seen people that was real successful, mm -hmm. a lot of times it was real estate. You know, most millionaires yep. are made by real estate. Yep. So I kind of knew it was a lack of uh, it was a lack of knowledge on it. So I mm -hmm. went ahead and went with the um, idea of doing real estate. You know, my friend was pushing me and talking mm -hmm. and talking and talking, mm -hmm. and he uh, he he's the type where we like. You ain't gonna do nothing. You know what right, I mean? Right, like right, he's right. gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna talk crap to me to get me to go. Right, right. So right. he's just running his mouth, running his mouth, running reverse his psychology. Mouth. So pretty much, <laughs> yeah. you know. So that's how we are. We're very competitive, and, yeah, yeah. And we argue. You know what I mean? That's how we right. get along. So right. he, he's the one that was like just pushing me and pushing me. So I bought the first one, and I was like, man, what am I doing? You know what I mean? I put all this money yeah, that yeah. I had. I'm back to zero, and I just got the first month, last month, and a security deposit. So it was eight hundred a month. So I probably got uh, sixteen plus five. I got twenty one hundred dollars, and I just gave you know thirty thousand out, and I was on zero when I got the twenty one. So I'm like, damn. So it turned out where the guy had two houses, yeah, and he owner financed me, yeah. You know what I mean? I put uh, damn, I put awesome. five thousand down. It was a forty two thousand dollar deal for the two houses on three acres. It was a steal of a deal. Yes. Um, and it. it it never would have happened if I didn't buy that first house. So sometimes you're so worried about looking at the deal, mm -hmm. the 30000 to make eight hundred, but the opportunities that come with it, it's just like a job. Sometimes, you know, someone will go get a job and they're getting $10 an hour. Mm -hmm. You get $10 an hour, that's cool. But what the most, and you might be mad about it, but the, the biggest thing is the knowledge of what you're going to get from the job for your next job yes sir or your next deal you might you might work there and be standing there and someone bumps into you and know something that you know and you figure it out and you're like hey and he says come work over here i'll give you a hundred thousand a year right so you never would have had that opportunity right. if you weren't out there so when right. i bought the first house the man was out there and he uh he financed me on those two houses wow incredible incredible and that that you know one of one so of seven the, years ago seven years ago okay one of my mentors, uh, I don't know if you have been, Jim Rohn, he talks about, he's dead now, he's a motivational speaker, big time into uh, multi-level marketing, I think he, was, he got him with Amway, right? Mm -hmm. He says that, you know, when you're on a journey to becoming a millionaire, you're on a journey to becoming whatever, it's not the fact that you get the money from becoming that, it's what you become in the process of going there and getting the money for coming yeah. So it's, it's not, it's, a lot of times people, like you said, people, it, it, people chase the money, but it's, it's really not the money, it's about what you gonna happen, what's gonna happen to you in the process of yeah. becoming that person to make that money. So tell the audience about, ladies and gentlemen, also, uh, we're, we're actually on location in uh, Mr. Jack's office, and thank you for allowing me to your, your yeah, central, central Command, your headquarters here. Appreciate that, because a lot of, of people was, are standoff, and more importantly, thank you for inviting me to your home. Yeah, Although we knew, yeah. you know, I know you live. Yeah. Another backstory is this, we were, uh, my wife and I were going on a honeymoon cruise, and we needed someone to keep our fur babies, right? So we were driving all over town, looking all over town. So we end up calling uh, Jack's uh, location, uh, Pooch's Palace, right? Yeah, yeah, Pooch's Palace. Yeah, Palace Hotel, right? So we, we called this and other things like, oh, we're all booked up. And we're like, damn. So, and at that point, I didn't know him, right? But that's just how things work. You know, you just, you, you just never know who, know, who, who knows what and who owns what. So here we are today, a year and a half, two years later. So. In addition to the real estate, the, the 40 units, the properties he has, Jack also owns a trailer park, right? 
in uh, in our location where we live now. And tomorrow, Jack got something really special planned uh, for the, the kids in the trailer park. First of all, how many how many units are here in the trailer park? There's 23 units. 23 units, set on how many acres? Um, I think it's uh, around four or five acres. Here. Four or five acres. Yeah. And he also has a soda machine that not only dismisses sodas, it also dismisses cats, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so tomorrow, what's... What's going on here in this location tomorrow, Jack? Tomorrow we're doing a toy drive for the kids. There's uh, 40 kids, 40 plus kids, 40 that, you know, it's hard to count when there's 23 units and there's right. a bunch of kids. So it's over 40 kids right. and um, I put a toy drive together and put it all together. And you see this one here? I'm going to get the whole, the whole neighborhood Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, look at this behind you here. So Jack came up with the idea in 48 hours, 48 hours, 24 hours, 24 hours. He rallied up people, donated on uh, on uh, Cash App, and what other you, you other? Uh, um, some people came and brought cash. Some people, most mostly Cash App. Wow. Just, a lot of people donated, and then um, on my Instagram, you know, I posted everything right, up. Right. Right. And uh, showed everybody everything. Right. And I showed that to my page as well. I showed it to my story as well. Because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, when you're in a situation, when you get to a position where you can change lives, you got to do it. You got to do it. One of the old mantras I like to use. Oh, affirmation I like to use is the more I give, the more I receive. The more I receive, the more I give. The more I receive, the more I give. The more I give, the more I receive. And that basically what that does, that tells the universe that you got you got whatever it is, more of it to share and to spare. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to help each other out. We've gotten away from that as a people, ladies and gentlemen, by helping each other out. And that's the only way you're gonna we're gonna survive through this whole thing. I'm gonna pan around and show you guys all the stuff that we got that he got here for the kids tomorrow. Look at this. Look at that! All that, and how much? How much you say it was? Uh, what? Uh, spent four thousand dollars, a little over four thousand. Four thousand dollars. All this stuff, man. Look at this. These kids are gonna be so happy. One kid asked for a laptop. I don't see the laptop. Did you? Uh, no, no get laptop. Laptops? He wanted an RC car too. I'm RC sure car. I got him there. Yeah, got the RC car. As a matter of fact, there it is. That's two of them right there. Yep. The RC cars up there. You see it, ladies and gentlemen. This is all the stuff. This was put together and. He put the call out for 24 hours, and this is what it is. So next year, what are the plans for next year, Jack? Next year, I think it's gonna be bigger than this park. Um, and I really don't have a plan, but I know uh, I seen what this did, and I think next year I'm just gonna I'm gonna start probably right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'll start it up, and then um, I think uh, I think it's gonna be bigger than this park. I think I'm gonna end up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little research and try to find another neighborhood mm -hmm. where I can where I can set up and, and okay. donate there. I, you know, I always try to donate, but it seems like a lot of these donation places you bring bikes or you bring stuff. Right. You don't ever see the end picture. Right. You don't. I don't I've never really seen too many uh, right. end pictures where the kids picking up the bike and right. riding off on the bike. Right. Right. Here with my situation, that's what I want. I want it to be. See all the presents being bought and see the kids, mm -hmm. you know, smile on their face when mm -hmm. they're getting bikes and they're getting toys and they're getting everything that they right. deserve. Right, right, right. Great stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Great, great stuff. Um, also, uh, what other plans you got going in the future in regards to your real estate? What do you, um, you see yourself in five years with this? It's real hard to tell because, you know, my plans are all going to change depending on what the market does. Right. You know, it's right. just like if someone swings this way, you're going to duck that way. Swing this way, <laughs> duck that way. So it just depends on which way the market swings. Okay. Um, as of right now, I've been buying and holding a little bit more of long-term investments instead of flips. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people right now, there's a lot of investors who... Uh, 
who are winning. A lot of people are winning in the real estate yeah. game. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people are winning because of what the market is doing, not because of their hustle. Right. And what I mean by that is, uh, let's say someone buys a house for $90,000. Mm-hmm. That means ten thousand to work. Mm-hmm. So you got a hundred thousand in, mm-hmm. and it's worth a hundred thousand. Right. So if you bought a house for ninety, you put ten in it, you sell it for a hundred, you didn't make no profit. Right. And I and I, I might see a deal someone bought. I'm like, man, they're not going to do good on that. Right, right. But the market's climbing so fast. Yeah, yeah. That their bad buying is covered up by the market climbing. So now that house, by the time they get done rehabbing it, mm-hmm. is worth one thirty. Yep. Not because of the work they put in or how they bought the deal, but because how the market's curving and climbing. Yeah. And then their 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 money that they made, their mm-hmm. profit came from mm-hmm. something that they didn't control. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm not gonna go buy a house and gamble it on the market climate. Right. Um, if I buy a house and I flip it, I bought the house correct, mm-hmm. and the the money I'm gonna make is already there. And then if the market climbs while I'm flipping it, then that's just extra. Right. These people are buying houses to make a little bit of money because there's, there's not too much inventory right, right, right. out there for flipping. Right. So what I've been focusing on is long term. It's easier to buy something and say, okay, in eight years, mm-hmm. I'll sell it and it's going to generate rent. Mm-hmm. For that many years right and then you, you know it's, it's it's a different different formula right but that's kind of what i've been focused on right now okay all right cool that's cool. why what happened we bought the trailer park and it's a um you know it's a plan within eight years to have everything situated mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. It's, it's, i have a you know eight year plan good good and that that soda machine that soda machine is a game changer because see and you know, soda machines, vending machines always have been a money maker for people. And again, ladies and gentlemen, it's residual income and it's making money while you sleep. See, when you go into your job, like I'm an entrepreneur, but I have a day job, yeah. right? obviously. So, uh, but getting close to retirement because that's what I'm just tired of going, driving yeah. and going to work. So when, when a person is at work, at their physical location at work making money, that's called linear income, right? That means you gotta trade time for money. But when you are an entrepreneur who has real estate and has vending machines and has all these other projects going on, that's residual income, ladies and gentlemen. That means that money's keep coming in. Passively. Passively. You know, we have we have residual bills, right? So why not get into something that's gonna give you residual income and passive income? You may have to work a little bit initially to get it started. See, that's what a lot of people, they, they, they fall out. Yeah, because, because at the, yeah. the beginning, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. You, you have to, if you don't have no money, obviously, you need to go to work and make some mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. And then once you get your money, you got to put your money to work because yes, until your money's working for you, you will always work for money. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, you, and I put that uh, I put that, that thing out about a, a $1,000. Like, what would people do with $1,000? And your reply was, put it to work. Exactly what you just said, and, and then a lot of people, and that's a lot of people that missed the boat when we got all these stimulus checks uh, last uh, last year. That was seed money to invest in yeah. anything you wanted to do. But people went out, they went and bought shoes, phones, all the stuff that didn't matter. They went out and bought liabilities instead of assets, yep. and that's what it's all about. I mean, you got to get assets because you know what, you can't leave a liability back for your daughter or for your kids, Definitely. but assets you can. Definitely. And that's why I was talking to people about getting a situation where you can afford and buy a home instead of renting an apartment or something like that. There's nothing wrong with people living in apartments. I lived in an apartment before. I think we all have at one point, some of us were even homeless before, right? And they've gone to make it. Matter of fact, my mentee, he was homeless at one point. Okay. Now this guy is, is going to, you guys are going to meet, tell me, introduce you guys together, Dustin Diaz. I hope he's watching. Dustin, if you're watching, this is Jack. We got to connect. We all connect and talk about at, uh, ideas. See, sure. small minds talk about people. Large minds talk about events. 
Big minds talk about our concepts and ideas. And that's what we're talking about today, ladies. We're talking about the concepts and ideas of wealth accumulation, generational wealth, and the law of attraction. It all ties in together, ladies and gentlemen. It all ties in together. So look at all the toys again. He's got toys, got everything. You got stuff for the little girls here. We got paint paint kits. This is a this I guess it's a yeah. Makeup for the girls. You got dinosaurs, you got this right here, more makeup for the girls. You got scooters, you got um, yeah, load it up. You got buy act stuff. You got a science kit. Now, see, here's the great thing about this stuff right here. You giving this, the kids this, this kid may go on to become an astronaut. Yeah. No, that's the beauty of this whole thing. That's the beauty of this whole thing is that when you do stuff like this, you expanding these kids' minds and of these course. kids see this and like, oh, I can do this. You know, because so many times people hear that they can't do something or you're not going to be anything, you're not going to amount to nothing. Watch that, you know what I mean? You can become and do anything you want, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? That concludes his interview with Landlord Jack. He has to run to another event. I'm, I'm grateful and thankful that he gave me the time he did. And be honestly speaking, I didn't think it was going to happen because you're always so busy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Out. We'll do another one. We'll yes, do another sir. one. We'll sit down again. Yes, go. sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate sure. it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for thank joining you. this special edition of Living the Law of Attraction with Mark Cosby, Christmas Eve edition. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Cosby, Landlord Jack, out. See you. Yes, sir. All right. Brother, thank you. Yep. That's it, brother. Cool, cool. And the podcast is...